Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, we've got quite a show for you. An excellent adventure indeed, as California is on its own excellent adventure. Or lack thereof. That's right. Bird flu. Yeah, so there's, I mean, I think this is going on in other parts of the country, but it's especially bad in California because what I didn't know was that in 2018, California passed a law that all eggs sold in California have to be from cage-free chickens. That's wild. So... Or domestic. Um. They're they're domesticated. They're kind of wild. Um, So that has exacerbated the issue with bird flu. So eggs have gotten very expensive here. Always the best intentions with these fun California laws. I mean, uh, honestly, sometimes it's like, well, let's let's think this through for a little bit here. I feel like a five year thing on this. I'm just saying, I'm a little worried about the electric car thing. When all cars sold in California have to be electric. Mm. Because I've seen the charging stations out there. They get jam-packed. 
They do get. We need more of those before this happens. Yeah, I mean, I hopefully there will be more. That's the Matt Myra promise. <laughs> I mean, Henry knows that uh, if you have an electric car, you don't have to go to the gas station. That is true. <laughs> Although he had to stop at the gas station in his imaginary car last night. That's right, he when did. He was driving behind you. Yes, he w- he's been driving to Boston in his imaginary car. Yes, first it was London. <laughs> we didn't have the heart to tell him that it would be hard to drive there. <laughs> I mean, Boston also tough to drive to. Yeah, but, but you can do you it. Can do it. Um, but he yeah, he did. He did appropriately be like, "I'll see you Monday." Yes, like it wasn't like I'll be back in twenty minutes. That's true. That's true. Uh, this this afternoon before nap though, he was driving to Boston, and then I was like, "Oh, when are you coming back?" And he was like, "I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So he's back. He's back, everyone. Anyway, we're a big egg family. You know. In addition to Excellent Adventure. Yes. And we'd probably like, I don't know, if we had like our own home with a decent amount of footprint of land, I feel like during the pandemic, we would have been the other weirdos who decided to have a chicken coop. Totally. I agree with that. And then I'd be like. Although I don't know how Bo would feel about that. <laughs> I think Bo would protect the chickens. You do? Yes. You don't think you would try to eat them? No, because Bo mostly chases things that eat chickens interesting you know i feel like bo's more like mammals bad birds sure huh i've never really seen bo get an argument with a bird but i've seen him argue with a lot of squirrels squirrels possums skunks mice mice yeah i mean it's just these are all bo's deadly foes that's true that's true that's interesting rhodesia and uh mammalia Rhodesia? Rodents. Oh, I see. <laughs> I was like, the what the British colonizers named Zimbabwe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um Yeah, so yeah, we do eat a lot of eggs here in our house. So this is gonna be interesting. We make a lot of eggs. Does Henry eat them? T B D. Depends on the morning, I guess. Yeah, he often asks for eggs and raisin toast and then he will. He usually will eat it, but sometimes it's just like, hmm, I want to go play now. I'm like, I just made you eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just like he's testing what it is we will do for him. Totally. Which, like, honestly is a lot until we reach our limit. Yes. Which, you know, it's hard to do with him because he does not understand limits. So, oh, that's Henry emailing me from the future. (laughs) Dad, you ruined my life by being so dad-like. Yeah, it's also been, it's been very rainy here. Yes, which has been great for a lot of reasons. We need water. Um but also limiting in what we can do with Henry yeah, and what can be done with Henry. Although he's no stranger to strapping on some rain boots and heading outside. No, he loves, in fact, that's one of his favorite activities. I would say listeners to the show will know he doesn't care what time it is. (laughs) He'll want to do that very early. Uh, Last two Saturdays have been big trash days for us because the, um, yes, because of Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. To Saturday. Our trash day is usually Friday. So when he was 
I was I I had gotten him, and uh, you know six twenty something. We heard the truck, so we had to head out there and take a look, see which one it was, find out you know if the lid was going to be open or closed. Lots of important questions with Henry. Um, and then when I went on a walk with him a few times, he, he likes to close all the bin lids after they've been picked up because he doesn't want water to get in the bins. Yes. But also I'm like, well, how are anybody going to know that the bins have been picked up? If I know close all the lids. That's my, that's my other concern, but he's very insistent. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah. What else has been going on with you? Matthew. Uh, I've been nursing a hyperextended knee, which has been like icing and sort of resting it. Feels a bit better today. It felt okay yesterday until we went to Huntington Garden. And then it felt no bueno. Yeah, you were, you seemed like you were in pain. Well, it's, it's just, it, you know, it's funny because like it was just like there's just certain ways that if I, when walking, if I had, uh, Sort of, if I took a more of a flat-footed approach to walking, it was it felt a little bit better. But uh-huh. the second I just forgot and went back to my normal stride, yeah, it like was like a crazy pain. Ugh. But today I'm I can walk normally, uh, so I think the ice is helping. That's good. I was thinking back about how it was just around this time last year that I rolled my ankle. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I since that I have never parked your car that close to the to the edge of the driveway. I've just tried to be like very mindful of that. Well, I've also not I've been not allowing you the mm, thank you. The space to do it. Thank you. I also um got rid of the shoes that I was wearing. As when though, that happened. As though the, the, that was the shoe's fault. Well, I don't think I it was, watched you roll. Them. I don't. It wasn't the shoes. Fault. I don't think it was the shoes' fault, but I also think my feet kind of like slid in the shoes a little bit. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember it being particularly wet out. No, no, no. I mean inside the shoes. Oh, I see. It was too big. I think. It, I don't know if it was too big or like it just those shoes were not super supportive. Wow. And I think that that was part of the issue. So I'm trying to also just like wear more supportive shoes. It's good, you know, nurture. Get shoes that love you for you. Yeah. I mean, I know you hate when I see scary things on the internet, but. God, here she goes. What is it this time? I was watching a TikTok. And she always will like tell me something and I'll be like, what weird thing are you reading on the internet right now? And this woman... Does your space heater turn off at night? (laughs) Yeah, it does. Why? Just checking. (laughs) Listen, fire safety is very important. Of course. And this office of yours is... (laughs) There's a lot of wood in here. A lot of wood, a lot of like explosive things. And Well, I mean, there's nothing exploding on this side of things. That corner, if if if, if there's a fire in that corner... There'd be a lot of like aerosol yeah, cans. Of it would explode. be bad. Anyway, I saw a TikTok. There was a there was like a TikTok meme a few months ago. I think I've told you about this meme, um, where people were like, "As a dermatologist, here's five things I would never do." 
Right. Yes. Yeah, so I remember we watched a neurologist together mm. who gave what I would describe as the most obvious advice, <laughs> but also good to know that we're not doing any of the things that a neurologist would say, right. no, don't do these things. So anyway, so I think this woman was a forensic pathologist. Oh, God. And one of the things that she said that I had not really thought about that much was about wearing supportive shoes. Like she was like, I see so many. She's like, I see a lot of deaths from people who just like trip and fall from wearing like bad shoes. And I was like, there's more than meets the eye here. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Noted. But I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like if you are going out and you're wearing like five inch stiletto heels, right? Let's say. Yeah. As and I you like do. get drunk. Have been, yeah, been there. And you're going down a staircase. Classic me. I mean. But that's why girls hold their shoes in their hands. But not and always. they walk around. But not flat-footed. always. Not always. Well, Anyway, I was just kind of like, hmm, that's a good point. I mean, whatever. It's not even doom scrolling. It's doom, doom staring at TikTok because TikTok sort of plays on its own, doesn't it? Um. Well, you have to you have to scroll to the next one, but it's like auto generated. I see. Your your um my algorithm? TikTok algorithm is not fun. <laughs> One night, Matt was like looking over my shoulder as I scrolled through TikTok, and it was like, <laughs> it was a lot of like doom and gloom. And he was just like, What is your algorithm? Yeah, like, what are you looking at <laughs> to cause this kind of darkness? This is the sad tale of a person who passed away suddenly. These are mistakes that could cause your entire family to be trapped inside of a car. Oh, my God. And then she's like, the Buffalo storms happened, obviously, crazy storms, and, and uh, felt for everybody out there. But, like, suddenly Dory's like, do you have a first aid kit? We need another one. I'm like, yes, I have a first aid kit. We need more. And I'm like, okay. She's like, do you have blankets in your car? I'm like, no, but I got, like, 15 jackets. She's like, you need a blanket. <laughs> Take this foil blanket and also this blanket that is not foil, maybe flannel. Please. Whatever. And then she's like, then I see her her car keys, which now have the new added benefit of the fucking giant device that will cut your seatbelt and also break the window of the car. Yep. Now, Dory is someone who could drive around with the car keys in the car for four days, never having put them in her bag and they stay in the car. She's also someone who will get in the car, start the car, not think about where the keys are and continue driving. So like the idea that she would be able to find her car keys, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, cut her seatbelt, break the window Hey. It's far-fetched. Well, that, that's, you know, that's kind of rude. It's far-fetched. Also, by the way, just, just roll them down. What if, you, what if you get submerged in water? Your electricity, the car electricity is not going to go that quickly. You'll have enough juice. Get Roll the window down. Mm, that's all know. I'm saying. Just a little bit, then you can get the door open. Once the anyway, pressure is once the pressure is equalized, you can get the door I open. I just like to be prepared. Yes, but like so now her keys are fourteen times the size they were. 
And I'm they like, are not. The thing I'm is like, very do you, small. Do you want to just like maybe get one of the regular hammery kind of things that sits in the door pocket? And I said, yes. Yeah. So she's got to have that and her key thing. I mean, look, why do you hate preparing? <laughs> you ever watch the Mythbusters where they, they go, they drive into the pool. They test this all out. They test the window thing and the seatbelt cutting thing. No. You should watch it. Why, I don't know why that's they, not on your algorithm. What do they? It's, it's hard to do. Include. It all, it's, you know, it works, but it's very difficult to actually get done. All right. Well, good to know. Thank you for your feedback. You're welcome. Um, we're going to take a short break, but before we do that, check your algorithms on check TikTok. Check your algorithms. Everybody. Let me know what videos you're seeing. I'm like delighted to not have a TikTok account or just because I don't even know what my algorithm would be. It would be weird. It would be weird. It would be weird. Like my YouTube algorithm is pretty weird right now. A lot of late 90s wrestling. Yeah, you've been watching a lot of that. Um, please do email us, Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail, and call or text us 413-461-BABY. Um, we didn't get any voicemails this week, so there won't be any voicemails on this episode. Fair enough. All right. BRB. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out, uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. 
I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hello. I hope you're all well. I hope you're all prepared with your car. Having also water and uh, granola bars, please. Thank you. Oh, I do have a lot of granola bars in my car now. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, I did. I'm mentioning just I'm mentioning all the things that are now in your car. Uh, um. All right. Here's an email from Katie. Hi. Pause the pod to send this response for the listener who called from Washington State about having no pay for maternity leave. There is a state benefit that will pay you. This started in 2020. If you go to paidleave.wa.gov, you can read the details, but essentially the state will pay you for, I believe, up to 16 weeks. It doesn't have to be taken concurrently either. You can take a day or a week here or there to be with your child and get paid through the state if work won't pay you. This benefit lasts for up to a year after your child's birth. My previous workplace paid for three months of leave, but I used this benefit to take a total of four months, three paid by my company, one paid by the state. The one possible downside is it doesn't come with job protection like FMLA does, but if your employer covers the FMLA piece, you're all set. Also, there is a cap. The amount you're paid is a proportion of your income with a max cap of, I believe, $1,000 a week. Again, you'd only get this much if your income is high enough that the percent given matches or exceeds that, so it may be less. So depending on her income, it might be a slight pay cut, but still way better than nothing. Hope this helps. Katie in Vancouver, Washington. I assume that does help. Um, Helped us. Now we know more about the Washington (laughs) paid leave. Um, We also got an email from a listener named Becca who had some couple of resources just generally for people who are interested in advocating for paid leave from the podcast, The Double Shift. Um, And I will link to those in the show notes. Um, And I guess one of the, someone who was on the podcast did what this person is trying to do like advocated for more paid leave at their company right? and has also offered to speak with anyone about this process. So apparently she has her LinkedIn and her email linked at the bottom of these URLs from the double shift.com. Um, and you can reach out to her and she will walk you through things. So that's pretty cool. That's a very nice service. That to be offered. is all right. Next email is from Casey. 
Hello, excellent friends. Responding to the listener who is concerned about repeat preeclampsia in reciprocal IVF. I can't speak to the natural cycle side of the question as both my cycles were medicated, but I did have two donor egg pregnancies and preeclampsia. The first pregnancy delivered via urgent C-section, urgent is in quotes, at 38 weeks due to preeclampsia after a month of bed rest with very high blood pressure. The second pregnancy, I was watched much more carefully and used a high-risk MFM practice rather, rather, <laughs> rather than the midwife for my first pregnancy. They told me that my risk for a second round of preeclampsia was slightly elevated, but that if it did happen, it would probably be later in the pregnancy and less severe than with my first. I avoided bed rest, but ended up getting induced just before 39 weeks after spending three days in hospital being monitored for extremely high blood pressure. I never got as far as an actual preeclampsia diagnosis with the second pregnancy, but they were concerned it was going there and wanted the baby out. Don't know if that helps, but it could be worth asking how your prenatal care would change for a second pregnancy given your history. Follow-up to past discussions of embryo donation. We just discovered two different platforms slash services that facilitate embryo donation. Each works in different ways. Both are positioned as alternatives to the restrictive faith-based embryo adoption services. In this circumstance, the terminology serves as a flag. The quote, life begins its conception crowd use adoption, whereas the medical term is donation, just as with eggs or sperm. The two services we found are Embryo Connections and Empower with Moxie. Embryo Connections is a concierge type service where they actively facilitate the donation process. And Empower with Moxie is a DIY networking space with loads of really great educational materials for donors, recipients, and even clinicians. Happy New Year, Casey. Uh, thank you, Casey. Lots of good info here. So you skip the midwife on the second one. That's interesting. Um. Well, she used a high-risk doctor, high high-risk practice. Mm. Um. But you know, good to hear that she never got as far as an actual preeclampsia diagnosis, and they were able to get the baby out. Everyone's healthy. So, sounds like a success story to me. Agreed. Yeah. Question mark. Question mark. Um, and then yeah, the the whole embryo donation thing is interesting because you do have a lot of these agencies that are ex- pretty explicitly faith based, and I've seen I've seen some stuff where like some of them will even do like a home visit, like as though it's an adoption of like a live baby, like they're like checking you out in a way that I don't think happens with. So we should hide the menorah. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, And I don't think that they will like they don't I don't think they allow like LGBT couples to adopt, quote unquote, their embryos or like, I don't even know if they allow single parents like it's it's kind of. But there are these other agencies and organizations that will facilitate a donation. And there are some clinics that do it. Not ours, but some clinics do it. Um, Yeah. All right. Do you want to read this next email from Aaron? Aaron says, I'm listening to the last week's app and wondering, how do you both feel about the size of your family? Are you feeling settled? Love the pod, Aaron. Uh, no. Dory? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm still, I still would like to have another kid. 
Yeah, I think the more I watch Bluey, the more I'm like, boy, it'd be really nice if Henry had another a sibling. If Henry had a bingo. If Henry had a bingo. That's right. I wish Henry had a bingo. Should we adopt bingo? Yes. Okay. Problem solved. Um, yeah, no, I just, the, I, the, the, I don't know. I mean, in practice, I'm, I'm not really sure how Henry would do with a sibling. I think he would do well with a sibling. I think we'd be running into the playroom often because the other one would be crying hysterically. But you also forget that, like, Henry will be older. No, I don't. I don't forget that. <laughs> but I'm just, I just think, like, his life is going to, his life will be different. And, like, he won't, like, he won't be home as much. He'll be in school all day. You know what I mean? Like, there's just going to be yeah, differences. If that happens. Which, apparently, we're both like, oh, we'd like that. <laughs> now what? Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel like we're in good financial shape right now. I mean, you're never going to feel that, so we'll just pass that aside and continue on with our lives. Um, and we'd have to figure out, like, uh, how are we, how would we do this? Like, egg donor, embryo donor, like, what, you know, we're kind of at a point where I don't think doing it, like, the way we did it before is going to work. Right. So... I mean, it's obvious we'll do a listener contest to carry our baby. <laughs> well, we don't need a surrogate. Don't we, though? No. You're going to go through that again? I mean... Ugh. That, that first trimester. I don't know. It's funny to me that, like, so many things about your pregnancy seem more traumatic to you than they were to me. Yeah, you knew what was going on all the time. I had to worry. Like, the first trimester, like... The C-section was very traumatic for you. You were knocked you. out. I was conscious. Yes. <laughs> um, Why is this a surprise to you? It's just interesting. Hmm, whatever. Um, I do not think we need a surrogate. Okay. So what do we need? An embryo? Yes. All right. We'll check the cushions. Okay. <laughs> um... All right. This is from Anonymous. Well, first I should say, um, thank you for the existential question, Aaron. <laughs> and um, maybe Matt and I will even discuss this off the air. Probably not, though. We only talk about things on the podcast. I haven't even talked to her since the last episode. What? What are you talking about? I'm just pre like pretend. Oh, pretend joke. Oh, I should mention <laughs> that. I should mention the game that we started playing. The dice game. Okay. Just as what like, what is it called? It's called Quixo. Yes. How do you spell that? Q W I X X. Oh no, it's called Quix. Q-W-I-X-X. -X. So not at all like you would think it would be spelled. Correct. Um, and I first played it at my friend's house, and I was like, oh, this is fun. And it's a you can play with two people, which is fun. You can play with up to five, but you can play with two people. Um, 
And I was like, you know, maybe this would be a fun thing for Matt and I to do together because we're always looking for, well, at least I'm always looking for things that we can do together that both of us will enjoy. And I mean, I think we enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice if you played games fairly or I could remember the rules. (laughs) I played fairly. You just didn't remember the rules. You're all like times. trying to steal some numbers. I was not trying to steal numbers. I was numbers. like, I don't think you can do that. And then you read, and it was like, you can't do that. Um, yeah, and then I and then I took away one of the points that I had taken mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm going to be fair. Anyway, this game will get you going. Played. What did we play? Five. We played five. Matt won three. I won two. Yeah. Hard. Oh, we should have done. We should have done f- score. Oh, like cumulative score? cumulative evening score. We can do that tonight. Well, I mean, you could just add the sheets anytime. Mm, But we can do that tonight when we play. Why are we playing tonight? Why wouldn't we play tonight? Because it's Sunday. So? We have to get ready for Monday. Sunday fun day. No, Monday. I guess we get the Sunday scaries. Oh, you do? Yeah. For your non-job? Rude. What do you have the Sunday scaries for? You know, start of a new week. Uh huh. I have to golf on your bad leg. I'm not golfing on my bad leg. I'm golfing with my bad leg. I don't. It's not a bad leg. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a strained knee. I know, but I came from slipping on the grass here. On the fake grass here. I just feel like the more you're like, I'm going to just power through that, then you get more hurt. I'm not, I've tried not to power through anything this weekend. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to do the whole rest and ice. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. Actually, we're going to get it going, you know, for, for the, for the, for the week, for the grind, for the push, you know, Monday, fun day. Mm hmm. Here we go. Monday fun day. Get your Mondays out, everybody. They're okay. coming. All right. We're going to take a li- another little break, and we'll, we'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now we're back. Hello. All right, this is from Still Anonymous. don't have a job, in case you're wondering. Um Dorian Matt, one of your listeners presented her description of New Hampshire. In a comprehensive and hilarious way, I was wondering, would anyone volunteer and present their opinion on Maine and Vermont? <laughs> I am currently considering moving to Burlington, Vermont versus Portland, Maine. Thank you, Anonymous. That is interesting. If you're a listener who lives in Port, I know we have a few Portland listeners. Uh, if we have any Burlington, Vermont listeners who want to take on the task of concisely yet comprehensively describing what it might be like to live in Burlington or Portland anonymous would appreciate that. Yes. And I think for sheer entertainment value, I'd appreciate it too. Uh, Me too. Especially if you have as strong opinions about Portland or Burlington as 
the other listener did about New Hampshire. <laughs> well, I mean, that was just from our own strong opinions about New Hampshire. That's true, but it was nice to feel like I felt very validated by someone who actually lives in New Hampshire because mm. I there was a part of me that was like, am I being too harsh on New Hampshire? And then that listener was like, you're not being harsh enough and here's why. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, here's another email. Hi, guys. I had to stop everything and write to you, write to tell you the life-size Bluey is worth every penny. <laughs> we got it for my two-year-old niece for Christmas and she jumped up and down when she opened Big Ooey. Bluey is all she cares for in life other than food. So to be able to give her this made our Christmas. Fun story. We bought her in October and had to shuffle her around from my old apartment to my fiance's car to our closet in our new house to keep her a secret. Big Bluey has seen a lot. I'm attaching a photo of my fiance with Big Bluey the day we bought her just for the hell of it. It got quite a laugh in my work group chat. Hope Henry gets <laughs> his own Big Ooey and loves her as much as we do. Love to you all. Uh, I think Matt might get Big Ooey. As Dory said the other day when we were at Target together, and I said, look, it's the Big Bluey. And you're like, Henry doesn't need that. And I'm like, I do. I didn't get it, though. Mm. But yeah, I think the Big Bluey, I don't know if he would like it or not. Like, he was kind of taken aback by it when he saw it. Oh, when we saw it. Yeah, but he was pleased. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, is this something he'd, would he enjoy a life-size thing? I don't know. Something as big as him. It's not as big as him. It's not as big as him. It's It's as tall as him. No, it's not. It's like, it's like a foot and a half, I swear. It's not a foot and a half. Yes, it is. I'm going to look it up. All right. Um, Dory's going to look it up. Henry's 42 inches, just for the record. At last, shoe count. It The giant bluey is 32 inches. Eh, 10 inches is not, you know, it's not substantially smaller than him. All right. It's yeah. not also, it's not, not a foot and a half. Fair. <laughs> okay, so neither of us was correct. Wow. Way to, way to color it. <laughs> um, It is very large, though. I know. <laughs> it would be like, I, I don't think, like, it wouldn't fit in his crib. You know, so he'd be like, I don't want this in my crib. Mm. And then I feel like he would like, but it might be good for him to like slam around. Yeah. I feel like, like he does jump off of the bed onto. I feel like he needs some more things to slam around. Because, <laughs> like, man, I am getting, I'm tired all of the time. Getting slammed around. Well, like, you know, in the mornings on the weekend, I, I, I'll get them, but I'll also be very tired, and I'll, I can only, like, I'm like, okay, I'll put this on, and then I can get some rest while it's on. I'll sit and lay on the couch next to him, and, like, with Bluey, it's like, I only get seven minutes mm-hmm. between him asking for another episode, mm-hmm. but, like, what he does is not ask for another episode. He jumps on to me, which is like when you're in a when you're in a quick sleep situation and suddenly there's a something has jumped on you it's like not pleasant no it's not which he constantly does and then he bashes my head and then he he likes to headbutt me and then he asks me to play him like a piano and i'm like 
Henry, I am so tired. Just watch the show. <sighs> Wasn't that bad this weekend. It was uh, 5.51 and... Although I say it wasn't that bad, but like I was in there at 2.15, 4.15, and finally 5.15. He mm. really is like, his bullshit reasons are so funny. They're so annoying. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, we're so adoring. I were playing that dice game last night in the dining room table, which is next to Henry's room, essentially. So every time he called for us, since we were right there, I really didn't care. I was like, I'll go in. But like the amount of stuff that he was this, like, I'm trying to even think of like one, I can't oh, even think of one of his bullshit well, one, reasons. One time he called me in because he wanted me to listen to the entire uh, goldfish song. He called me in to listen to babies all over the world. <laughs> he has a Yodo player now. So he's developing his own musical uh, taste. <laughs> Mostly Casper baby pants well, and he's like, Lori Berkner. <laughs> I, I picked him up out of his crib yesterday. And when I walked in there, he put on baby pants. He put on the, the Babies All Over, babies the, world. All over the World well, song. Well, because you told him it was your favorite song. I mean, <laughs> of those songs, it is my favorite. And he like put it, he's like, huh? Eh? <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, but let's get out of the crib. And he goes, I'll take this, I'll take this with us. <laughs> So we can listen. Aww. So he brought it. He brought it out to the couch. <laughs> he wanted to make sure that you got to listen. Yeah, to your he favorite also, song. He also didn't want to be in his room. Yeah. So he's like, "Here, I've figured it out. I'll take this with us." <sighs> All right, back to the pod. This is from Cindy. Hi, guys. I would love some advice for the Disney portion of the podcast. We are going to Disneyland for April spring break. Me, hubby, and two kids, nine-year-old son, four-year-old daughter. My question is, many people are commenting in the Disneyland Facebook groups that we need to stay in a hotel as close to the parks as possible since we will need a midday break and the walk after the parks will be brutal. Mm -hmm. We went to Walt Disney World last April and stayed from rope drop to fireworks with no breaks necessary for my kiddos, aside from a stroller nap for my daughter. Nine and four. I mean, they're, you know, seem like they're past nap time. From the park layout, it seems to be smaller in comparison, so I'm confused as to why people say breaks are needed. Is it just me being from New York and we are used to the hustle and bustle all the time? Curious minds want to know. We are doing a day in each park with Genie Plus, which seems like enough for us. My mm -hmm. deets, one husband, two science kiddos, 1,700 square feet on Long Island, New York, two TVs, 55-inch in the basement, 42-inch hanging on our fireplace in the living room, no hot dogs yet, but my kids enjoy them. So I expect to have at least a dozen in 2023. Love the pod and thank you. It's true. It's January 8th. As we're recording this, a good time to update everybody's yearly hot dog count. Yeah, the hot dog start, count resets. Start anew. It resets. So if you're hitting rope drop till fireworks. At Disney World. At Disney World without any problems. I think you're fine. I think you're going to be fine. Disneyland can... Because it's smaller, but it seems like the amount of people is the same. <laughs> it does reach a fever pitch a little quicker than Disney World does. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are really they're convenient hotels like that aren't Grand Californian Disneyland Hotel or Pixar Pier. 
Um, have they renamed it yet? Is it just Paradise Pier still? I don't remember. Um, there are other hotels that are in walking distance. So, I mean, look, it's nice to have the option. And also, like, you're going to Disneyland. Where do you plan on staying? <laughs> like, I'm just asking that, like, do you not plan on staying in Anaheim? And if you're staying in Anaheim, you might as well stay near the park. Yeah. I hear that. So. You don't have to stay at the Grand Californian. No, no. That's what I'm a saying. gajillion dollars. I'm actually but, saying don't. Yeah, but. Stay at, the, stay at another. What was the one we stayed at? We, we like stayed the at Hyatt? The, the. No, the. I think it was a Residence Inn. Residence Inn. That is by the park. And they. Lovely. They have great um, rooms. They have these two bedroom suite rooms with and one of the rooms is like for kids and there's bunk beds and those rooms are great because they also have two bathrooms um and that hotel is not that expensive i mean definitely, relatively, relatively compared to grand Californian yeah. and it's 700 dollar plus you will pay less for that room than you would for like a standard you know one like tiny room at the grand Californian, which is a deluxe resort we know <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't think you have to worry about it, but also if you can do it, why not stay close to the park? Just have the option, but no, it's not any, it is smaller than Disney world. Um, Disneyland has so many rides in it that, uh, but I will say it's both, both these things can be done in a day. Both those parks are a day is plenty. Okay, last question. This is from Shannon. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. My girlfriend is about to begin her last semester in law school. She graduates mm. in May and then takes the bar exam in July. Before everything gets crazy, we are planning to take a weekend trip to Boston next month. We live in Chicago and haven't been to Boston mm. before. Since this is you guys' bread and butter, I'd love to hear recommendations for what we should do for a fun slash relaxing weekend in Boston. We would especially love... If you or the eggheads know of fun queer areas slash places to visit, we haven't booked a hotel yet, so nice and expensive hotel wrecks are welcome too. Any and all thoughts of fun things do in Boston are appreciated. Shannon in a 495 square foot studio apartment in Logan Square, Chicago, 140-inch TV, still zero hot dogs since the last time I rode in last year. I'm trying to think, where should we send Harvard Square? I mean, this is when I like to gently remind people that I have not actually lived in Boston since I was 18. Oh, and this is when I like to remind people that I, I mean, does Medford count? <laughs> it's on the orange line. It should count. I, I, yeah. I mean, I meant the greater Boston area. I've never actually lived in Boston. Um, so, you know, my, my knowledge of like what to do there for grownups is like very limited. Um, and I feel like I need to defer to the eggheads here. I mean, there's like this kind of the standard touristy things like, well, you're going, you said you're going next month, so it's going to be cold. Um, yes, it will be February, but you know, I would still, I would take a stroll if it's not freezing, freezing, take a stroll down Newbury street and go to the public garden and, uh, also like, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the downtown Copley area. Sure. I would also say that the, the back bay is good to wander. Yeah. But again, it's going to be cold. Yes. But oh, go ice skating on Frog Pond. 
ice skating good idea um and there's Boston some Common. great there's some great museums like the isabella stewart gardner museum is really is really amazing and then you can watch the documentary about all the art that got stolen from there in 1990 um museum of fine arts is also very lovely um but like i don't really have like restaurant recommendations or like anything like that because i haven't lived there in so long um like i feel like when towards the end of like like when i would come home from college central square in cambridge had stuff happening alston is like ecology cambridge for me i feel like your best bang for your buck as far as some fun lgbtq uh bar hangs is is cambridge or Somerville. I think Somerville would have Somerville. Would sure. But we're going to ask our eggheads. Yes, eggheads. The egg signal has gone out. Do you have anything within the last 20 years? Any knowledge? Let us know. Yes. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening, for supporting us, and a special thanks to our Patreon supporters who really keep us going. You can also subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Adventure. If you're near the North End, I would suggest Pizzeria Regina. Thank you. Oh, yeah, like Faneuil Hall, like all that, that whole area. The Pizzeria Regina inside Faneuil Hall, you can skip, but the the real pizza, the OG is is where it's at. Okay. Um, And you also get a thank you on the podcast each month at the $5 level or above. So thank you to the following supporters. Uh, Becca Foster. Bethany G. Brittany Dyer. Brittany Nelson. Bruno Macias. Carly Moore. Carolyn Crampton. Carolyn N. Carl, Carrie Muller. Casey Rowe. Kathy Hill. Chinami Worth. You know, it's funny, is the other day, side content for everybody, when I had to come in here and record with Henry. Uh-huh. Um, he came out, and he's like, we open, I open the door, and he goes, where's Mama? <laughs> it's like, she's not here, bud. We're just going to record you. And he's like... Where's Mama? She's always in here. <laughs> I was like, she's not here, bud. Just Aww. record. And where'd we leave off? Uh, Chinami Worth. Thank you. Uh, Kareen Morgan. Cynthia Meisner. Diana. Diana Robinson. Dona Gomez. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Goodingham. Elena Paling. Ellen. Ellen F. Emily. Aaron Good. Aaron Riley. Aaron Turley. Frederick Orr. Brandon Bassler. For Dura Sisters. Forehead Ridge Cream. Made with genuine Targhorn Paste. Freya. Greer Watson. Greta Truitt. Heather Hanley. Hendrick. Hillary Berry. Jackie G. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer Steele. Jenny Fick. Jesse Hendricks. Jessica Grigsby. Jessica Manilovich. Joanna Rao. Julia Schulenberg. Julie McLaren. Julie Phillips. And Kane McCall. Thank you, all you wonderful patrons. And we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.